everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Matt Ashley. Hey, everybody. Matt, so glad you're here. We just met today. And so I would love it if you'd just share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. So like you said, my, my name is Matt. Uh, I've been coming to Watermark for uh, about four years now, since 2018. Um, I met my wife here, met some of my best friends here, um, but most importantly, met the Lord here. And so it's been awesome to uh, really get to know Him and His heart for the past four years. It's so fun. And where do you serve? So I serve uh, as a community group shepherd, and I also get to serve on the baptism team. So uh, on both terms, I get to see just how God is moving in our body and, and how He's changing lives. And uh, it's it's awesome. It's a, it's a lot of joy. So fun. And today we are in First Timothy 1. And I loved your Devo. You did an excellent job. And Thank I just want to read. You're so welcome. I want to read this, this first paragraph because I think it sets us up really well. You said, hey, Paul opens with a blunt accusation. These false teachers missed the mark. They were creating confusion in the church rather than the love that God desires. And whenever there's confusion in the church, it's typically because we've misunderstood the gospel. So Paul reminds Timothy of the truth of the gospel by addressing the two most common audiences who hear it, those who think they're righteous and those who think they never could be. Tell us a little bit about that. What what was going through your heart and mind as you wrote, wrote this Devo? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, really, as I read this, this first chapter, uh, you know, it's, it's, pretty tough. You know, he, he doesn't hold any punches back. And so uh, as I was reading through, I thought, you know, who who is Paul writing to? And so I thought of the two audiences of those who, who are self-righteous, who think they're good, they don't need a savior, and those who think they're so far gone, they never could be saved. And so mm. uh, it honestly kind of made me think of my brother in that one. And so you get to almost in the same family, uh, compare and contrast those two incorrect heart postures. And so what I love about this is that Paul addresses both, but ends in an encouragement that Jesus came to save the lost. And so it's not on what I did. It's not on what you did either to earn it or to be so far away from him, you can't be saved. It's that Jesus came to save those who he loves, which is everyone. And then I love it even more because you you get that truth in verse 15, and then you go on to verse 16, uh, where he says, and I'm going to read it exactly here, uh, but I received mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example of those who were to believe in him for eternal life. And so uh, it's just filled with truth. And then it's also filled with this reminder that I wasn't saved just to save me. I was saved so that I could be a light for Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. That's so encouraging, Matt. I love in this chapter, that paragraph, right before 15 and 16, Paul recounts, hey, before, before I knew Jesus, I was an insolent opponent, but he received mercy. And I'd love to hear, Matt, for you, how has your life changed since coming to know Christ? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you. You'll like me a lot more since I have Christ in me than you would have before. <laughs> Same um, for me. What you said there is so true because I love that section of we all need to be reminded of who we were before Jesus. For myself, it looks like hey, uh, I grew up in the church. I was a pastor's kid. I had uh, no excuse to fall away, but I did because I desired the love and the affirmation of women over the love of our Creator, um, and so eventually God just said, okay, I'll let you experience that. I'll let you have it. And so, man, you would have found me in 2018 in a very broken place. Uh, and I want to be clear that I was broken with everything I ever wanted. Hmm. It wasn't that I wasn't successful, although 
I wasn't a lady killer, but you know, <laughs> God, God had given me what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, and I was so alone. And so for me, if, if I had a, you know, a 12 through 15, it would be, man, I grew up in the church. I knew God. I acted not in ignorance, but in knowledge of the truth. And I still turn my back on him. Uh, and while my back was turned, while I was actively running away from him, Jesus came and saved me and pulled me out of that. Um, and, uh, and just put me on the path where I got to come back to him. Yeah. You know, it's not even a prodigal son moment where he said, this is bad. I should go back. I was still actively running away and Jesus came and grabbed me. And so, uh, I think that's what it leads to verse 17, where Paul says, uh, again, want to read it. He just says to the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. I mean, man, <laughs> I, I think Paul ends a lot of his chapters with a praise like that. And a lot of times I kind of breeze over it. Um, it's just kind of, you know, you almost think of it as filler words, yeah. but when you really think about what Jesus has done, like, man, how could you not respond in praise? Uh, it just, it changes your life. Oh, totally. So now I'm at practically for the, for the guy listening, whose story is much similar to yours, uh, what encouragement would you offer to the person who's just recently surrendered their life to Jesus? It brings me back to John 10, 10. So he says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. If you're, if you're in the same position as me, you've, you've had a good dose of kill, to, uh, steal, kill, and destroy. Um, but I have come that you would have life and have it to the fullest. And so congrats, man. It's, it's, it's not going to be easy, but uh, day one of life to the fullest has started. And so yeah. it's going to be good. That's awesome. Uh, one more question as we wrap up. So you work in corporate America. Yes. What does it look like for you to walk in this new identity as a son of the king? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, and a convicting one, because I feel like that's something God has been putting on my heart a lot recently is, uh, yeah, I heard a sermon, uh, it's actually a sermon my dad did a couple weeks back. Um, and he was just talking about how, uh, if you live that, uh, that mindset of preach the gospel every day when necessary, use words, um, man, that's such a great life to live by. You know, you should be holy therefore, because I'm holy, you should live like Christ. Um, and I've done a lot of that the past four years, but I haven't done a whole lot of speaking the truth, man, it's, it's, it's a challenge at times. Cause I don't know how to walk the line. You know, where do you, where do you stand? Where do you, uh, where do you not, um, on certain issues, certain topics. Um, but I'd say it's a convicting one recently because there's truth that we have. There's people out yeah. there who are where I was. Um, and why would I not tell them about what Jesus can do for them? You know, why would I not be more bold? And so I would say, uh, you know, know that what you're doing matters, you know, so, uh, I believe it's Titus 2.10, talks about working a way to make the gospel attractive. Know that what you're doing does matter. If you are a terrible employee, and then one day you get the opportunity to share the gospel, why would they care what you have to say? Um, so work in a way that when you do get those opportunities, uh, you can take full advantage of it. But also, uh, you know, expect for those opportunities to come. There's another story in uh, 1 Samuel 14, where Jonathan, who's the son of the king, Saul at the time, uh, they're in this battle with the Philistines, and they're losing, and so they're retreating. But then Jonathan says to his armor bearer, hey, let's go take this fort. Perhaps God will act on our behalf. And so uh, I would say have some, uh, have some perhaps God will act on my behalf faith and go, go find some ways to share the gospel. That's so strong, Matt. Dang, you're preaching. <laughs> Make um, my dad proud. Yeah, I'm for sure. Man, I wish we had more time to keep talking. But thank you for being here yeah. and sharing. And I am so glad we're all on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it 
if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.